Okay. Okay, there you go. There's our kids in the background and we are, of course, we're clapping for the NHS. In the UK, it's been a thing that you kind of clap at eight o'clock. There's kind of no designated time limit, but it's about a minute and we've been clapping for, I guess, about a minute. And we're now going live with another live edition of Watch Time, which is this the show that looks into the stories and the trends and the events that are driving the communications and marketing and digital industry. Well, oh. you want you want to keep it very digital focused, and I just want to stick <laughs> to the headlines. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm the I'm the techie of the two. It's okay. We can we can do both. Okay, good. So, wherever you're watching, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we 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 hope to be able to see any questions that come up and we'll hope to be able to answer them as we go along. We hope you find this interesting. Most importantly. Yes. Of course. <laughs> right, so we're going to look at some stories and I think the first story I wanted to look at today is uh, not so much a story, more of a trend. And th this is obviously video conferencing. Lots of us are doing lots more of that at the moment. And I just wanted to say a couple of things about it. First of all, uh, we at Mint Twist have been doing a lot more video conferences for our clients and partners. And what I've been noticing is there's some differences between video meetings and in-person meetings. And I guess that's kind of obvious, but there's some quite significant differences. Well, there's differences in the way that you would communicate. So where, you know, if you're sitting with someone you can kind of sense the atmosphere of them. You can see the body language more. There's more of a sensory experience, whereas that's blocked off when it's just you and the camera. So you've almost got to magnify things a little bit. You've got to make them a little bit more inter interesting. It's totally blocked off. And yeah. for you, you know, you're kind of cool with that. You've done a bit of TV work. For me, well, I'm used to like no. speaking in front of people. I'm used to training courses. I'm used to yeah. business meetings. It's really, it's kind of, in some ways, a bit disconcerting. You don't get any non-verbal feedback. How do no, you deal you with that? You don't get that feedback, but you shouldn't have to have it. Just know what you want to say and say it. You know, keep it, keep it short. Don't, I do find people have a tendency, especially when they're lec lecturing and... Yeah, sorry, Elliot. But if you carry on and on and on too long for more than 30 seconds, you lose people. So you've got to kind of stop and break it up in little chunks and keep it you know vibey keep it fresh interesting no monologues yeah i do like my monologues every now and again i know again. you like that <laughs> that's what i'm it's saying kinda, no it's kind of difficult the other thing i have to say and this is a techie one it's a techie one but it's like if you're going to be on a zoom conference call then you've got to if you're not speaking mute yourself because otherwise you get feedback yeah, that's that's technical. So I'll I'll give you a non-technical tip then, or for the for the listeners, stop with the M's and like, like, like. As if you saying like, I went and did this, and like, and um, um, I'm not sure. Um, you just people lose patience. I mean, I lose patience. I can't handle M's. I have to say, it's really annoying being married to you, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. The feedback's just really annoying. You should thank me. Because it's always really negative. You should, you should thank me. You shouldn't no done this. Um, you shouldn't no, done that. No, um, no, it's like, like, like. Mm. Um, um, um. So video conferencing is a skill that I'm sure we're all going to be improving on day by day. And we should embrace it. Yes. And that's a good thing. One more tip. I know it might not seem natural. Well, it's definitely not natural. But you've got to look at the little dot 
<laughs> to keep it personal. Yeah, that's right. And um, I'd much rather look at you. Oh, thank you. But I need to look at the camera. We need to look at the dot. We need to look we at need to you look at the out dot. there. Yes. Because this is supposed to be a live stream. I mean, that's it's supposed a tip. Three-way uh, conversation. Yeah. So if you're so. doing that, remember to look at your dot. Yeah. Okay, good. Do you have any other stories? Well, you, you know, I love medical things. She I does. love, I love medical things. So all about vaccinations, oh, cures, no. vaccinations. Let's start with measles. There's actually a really interesting article here on page 11, which you've, you've lost now for me. Page Sorry. 11. Page 11, where is it? Yes, don't put off your child's measles jab. And there's a concern here that because of this outbreak, parents have kind of taken their foot off the gas and children well, think, aren't receiving these Look, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm British. I was born up in the UK. And it's like, you only go to the GP if you really need to. And especially at the moment, it's like, unless you really need to go to the GP. You really need to ensure that your child gets these jabs because the last thing you want is to have a child that has measles and COVID-19. Well, that's right. And I think the GPs have been sending out messages to to uh, patients uh, or people registered with their GPs to say that, look, we're open for business and you might have to have a virtual appointment, but you should absolutely contact your GP if you've got a medical issue. Yeah. And in 2019, 94.6% had their MMR booster and 92.8 had their MEN-C booster. So even outside of this problem that we're having now, not all children are getting these jabs. Mm, and I wonder, it, it is a concern because we were measles-free. The UK was measles-free and it no longer is. And I, I know that there have been some things circulating on Facebook saying parents have a right to choose whether their children have these jabs. I mean, what do you think about that? Look, I think parents have a, have a right to choose, clearly. Um, but it, it would be a concern if people who would otherwise want to get their children inoculated uh, are not doing so because of the, I guess, the, the potential fear of contra contracting the virus or the potential concern around clogging up GPs. Because certainly if it's the latter, then, then what we're hearing, what we understand is that that's absolutely not the case. And, and GPs do have slots and they do want people to contact them if they've got medical concerns that's right any topics from you yeah so there was there was an interesting one uh that i that i looked at quite recently which was uh, about the university of durham so the university of durham is i guess the uk's third most arguably the third most prestigious university if you talk about oxford cambridge um then the university of durham is talking about running online degrees so this is this is a controversial one in 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 a sense and actually the story broke because the student newspaper in in the university of durham um got hold of some uh some some i guess private papers from from some of the management of the university there that were talking about initiating online degrees this coming academic year mm. so 2021 and it's it's got the lecturers there quite concerned because the online degrees will reduce quite significantly the amount of live lecturing that will take place. 
Yeah, they're I mean, concerned it's, about it's quality. Not, yeah, quality, and it's not just even the quality, it's all the experience of being on campus and making friends and socializing. And if, I mean, I understand that now we all have to be in this lockdown, and but hopefully we'll get to the other side of that. And you want to be, your kids, you know, certainly to go to university and to have that experience. I mean, it's just, it's, it's 80% of, of the fun. And it, life should be fun. It shouldn't just be about obtaining papers. And I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with, with that. Yeah, look, I agree. I mean, for, for certainly, I think our generation, university is as much about the experience as it is about the qualification. But arguably, we're in a, a modern world. There are a large number of there are a large number of students who are coming from overseas. Arguably, it makes it it makes it more it makes it easier for them to uh, to join university. But who knows? It's an interesting one. Clearly, I think universities need to adapt to what's going on in the yeah. current environment. Should we go back to health topics? Let's let's do that. Cures cures for this new coronavirus. So scientists are racing to produce this vaccine. Anyone who produces it, or any groups, will obviously be incredibly well-known, famous, rich, you name it, and they'll be saving millions and millions of lives, which is incredible. So there's this race going on. Do you know how COVID-19 works and what it does to the cells? Do you have any? I don't. Please well, I, I mean, I, inform me. I don't know in the greatest detail, but I did I'm have sure a little read in the paper. I'm sure you do. And it's, it's fascinating, but basically, let's say I've got it, I sneeze you breathe in a droplet, the virus enters your body, it sees one of your cells, it goes into your cell, and then it manipulates your cell, it dupes it into producing millions and millions and millions and millions of versions of itself. I mean, that's just incredible. Your cell then dies, and that virus carries on invading other cells and then killing off those cells and producing millions and millions and millions of versions of itself. So it's almost like your favorite alien movies where you have this foreign alien invader that literally is taking over your body to the point where you are becoming the virus. So how can it's, we possibly combat a virus like that? What, well, this what, is, what is the, this is the like? magical thing. So they can combat at various <clears throat> stages, but one of the things that they could do is to not let that virus penetrate your cell in the first place. So create something that might distract the virus so the virus will go off to another protein and attach itself to that. Or create a harmless version of the protein which will then trigger your antibodies, your little soldiers, to come in, fight that so that when the real thing enters, you've got all this lovely antibody soldier network going on that can then kill this virus. So is that why I've been reading that some of the, some of the cures that were, or some of the some of the treatments that were developed to combat AIDS, which was also an anti-immune disease. Yeah, so they're looking at all of these ones for AIDS <clears throat> viruses and all sorts of other diseases to see, can we copy and will it work? So human trials are underway and hopefully something will come out of it. But all that aside, you've got to prepare your body in the best way that you can because lockdown measures are going to be lifted at some point and we are going to have to go out into the big wide world where the virus sits and there might or might not be a vaccine and it's it's in a way like preparing for battle you need to just make sure that you're as healthy and strong as you can be losing weight doing all those obvious things and eating healthy because it is it, it is like going into into a battle you've got to prepare and face 
face the inevitable. Yeah. And it goes back to, to what we were talking about at the start. Those NHS frontline staff, I mean, it, it, it is quite unbelievable how they are literally going into the front line yeah. of battle on a daily basis. And a lot of the time without equipment. A lot of the time without equipment. Uh, so, and you're putting yourself in direct danger there. So, I mean, yeah. it's just incomprehensible. Yeah. They're incre- they're incredibly brave, and it, and it's there is actually another news story out there which is talking about a collective, George Cross, which is um, uh, the the highest award for bravery that the the, the UK can can uh, you know can deliver a collective George Cross going to everyone who's working for the for the NHS, and I you know we would certainly support that definitely definitely. Okay, so another news story that I came across uh, that was quite interesting was NASA scientists. So I'm a bit of a space tech geek um, and NASA scientists who are controlling the Mars rovers and they're driving them around the surface of Mars looking for bacteria that have lived many billions or, or hundreds of millions of years ago on that planet are having to put in new regulations and processes because they're working from home to ensure that their pets don't jump on the laptops and therefore sends the Mars rovers off in any different directions. How have you found, or how have we found working from home with our pets and children? I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) My cats and my dog, they can move whatever Mars rover they want to wherever they want. I mean, I let the cat just go on the laptop and type up whatever it feels fit yeah i tend to i tend to hush the cat away hiss the cat away because i don't like cats disturbing my work kids you know they can get a bit more leeway oh yeah you definitely spoil the girls but that's uh i do yeah any more news stories from you well i did want to talk about blood type i'm just obsessed with health things okay There's a recent study that's been conducted in China, which seems to state or conclude that if you have a blood type A, you're at higher risk of contracting coronavirus than if, for example, you have a blood type O. That is fascinating to me. That seems a really, really bold claim, given that I haven't seen anything about it. There is loads of information. I mean, they're still researching. They're still researching. So there's still more work to be done. But these preliminary tests seem to show that, in fact, if you have a certain blood type, you're more susceptible to risk of this infection. So does that mean that certain populations of certain countries would be more susceptible? Very likely, depending on blood type, depending on the blood type. So that particular blood type that's more susceptible is where where do they reside? So so if you have a blood type A, you're more likely to be at risk. Now, different countries will have different blood types, so you can investigate that. If you have O, and this is not news, this is not like brand new information, because if you have a blood type O, you're more likely to get things like, well, you're less likely to get things like blood clots in the veins and heart attacks. So my mum, blood type O, perfect, you know, heart health. So there is something in it, but obviously this information still needs to be analyzed further and nothing will replace, I mean, everyone's still at risk. So don't think just because you have blood type, oh, you're okay. You know, you don't need to wash your hands. No, it's just saying that you're at higher risk if you have A 
less risk if you owe, but there's still more research to be done. I just find it fascinating. I really do. I've got to say, I have no idea what my blood type is. No, I know. <laughs> I really don't. I know, I, I don't do either. You? No. I, I <laughs> phoned my mum the other day. I was like, Mum, what blood type am I? She's like, I don't know. I'm O. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Mum. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so on that note. On that note. Yeah. On that note, thank you very much for listening Thanks to for, yeah, Watch Time. In live which is a live stream show talking about digital marketing communication stuff and, and everything else and, and everything and, and other things health things Elliot just can't help himself by squeezing in all the uh, i've got to say i've got to say the show is sponsored by mintwist.com the digital agency i've got to say okay. it and we'll look forward to seeing you next time see you next time